0: Hi, I'm Merlin Mann. Dan Benjamin is one of the busiest podcasters in America today. He found a few moments to sit down with me.
1: <laughs> hi, Dan. Oh, hi, Merlin. How are you doing today? It's going great. How are you? I don't know. It's weird not being in the same room as you. You know what I'm saying? Mm. It's, it's, a strange, uh, it's a strange feeling. It feels, uh, it feels weird. It feels, uh, it feels different. I totally disagree. You were saying when we were in the room that you like it better when we're not in the same room. And I was saying I like it better when we are. I like it way better. Why? Well, because first of all, you're laying down. Which Constipine. you weren't able to do when we were sitting in the, the I could have, but you would have said
0: something about it. And I would have felt bad. <laughs> well, the floor was not. Look at me. I'm Merlin. I'm laying down. That room was very clean, Dan.
1: Fairly clean. Mm. <sighs> I have standards, certain standards. I saw,
0: I saw the show notes for this week, and I'm already wincing a little bit. There's a couple
1: of good things I put in there. <laughs> <It's> a,
0: <laughs> I want to skip all of it. Why? Oh, it's good stuff. I, I think stuff. we're it's getting really pigeonholed, Dan. Pigeonholed? We're, we're getting glory holed. I think people are putting us <laughs> into a room that I do not want to spend the rest of my life in. I don't want to be the guy that everybody sends a picture of a
1: bathroom to.
0: Because <laughs> now you're like, up no, step that guy away now. from like, here's my poop.
1: Right. You know? No, I do know. Would you want to be that guy, Dan? I don't know. Don't want to look be so. That guy. So, just skimming the notes right now, what I see uh-huh. here one of one of the links it says the best way to pee into a urinal according to science.
0: <laughs> according, to science. according to science, that's the citation. The citation is one word: science. Right. Uh, Vine scope. That's the kind of thing Malcolm Gladwell would do.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I was talking with science.
1: <laughs> uh, Vine scope. Different ways how I open the bathroom door. About a fifty Dan, that's people. that's the most semi-line. links I've got. That's the most of the same link that I've gotten from people in the history of I, forever. Oh my god! And I know. made a GIF of someone leaving a bathroom. I know it's pretty great. Is that who you
0: want to be, Dan? I'm worried.
1: It's, you know, I don't. I don't limit myself. And then, uh, then there's another one that says uh, Disney shows off the first poster of Angelina Jolie as uh, Mal. How do I say her name? Mal-Vicent? mal Vincent? Um. Uh, uh, m- Male. I
0: could look it up, and I will look it up. But my guess, and I'm going to go on record. I'm going to say Ma- Maleficent. Maleficent. This is the villain of. I've never heard of that character.
1: This is the villain of uh, the Sleeping Beauty. The woman, the, the evil witch. Oh, it's not a Marvel thing. No, no, it's not. Can it Be
0: female descent?
1: Is that <laughs> is that normative? <laughs> yes. And then uh, an episode of Systematic called the Health episode with Dr. Pam Peek with our friend Brett Terpster on Systematic, and then you an need interview.
0: You need to hear. that. I will
1: listen to that, and then the great we'll discontent, uh, Merlin Mann, which is yeah. an interview with you that I you just sent me to that I'm very excited. Yeah, it's to. only
0: about nine thousand words long, so you know if you're just <laughs> if you're running late yeah. for some electrolysis, uh, if you're having a you know a lance boiled and you have a spare moment, <laughs> just sit down and enjoy nine thousand words <laughs> of Holden Caulfield. Ah, I realize, I realized part way through the interview that I, I am I am the character from Catcher in the Rye.
1: You just realized yeah, this. I just realized just this. Just now.
0: Everybody's a big phony. <laughs> 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 um,
1: you like that photo, Dan? Let me I get a like that photo, of good... yes, of course. I want that I like... as my background. Please send mm-hmm. me that. A lot of good feedback on the photo. <laughs> I've seen that photo before. You've talked about that photo <laughs> on this show. They wanted photos people hadn't seen. And so that's why there's
0: pictures of me from my yearbook. Oh. Mm-hmm so anyway we got a lot to cover maleficent that's a she's a pretty good character
1: she's well, a pretty good character. in this photo
0: she's pretty good
1: how do well, i get this photo of you as my background
0: um i think it's on the oh I'm, i
1: can drag it right off the screen that's fine there's a high
0: res on the flicker i think but uh let's let's come back to that very briefly but uh first of all uh hi how are you um I'm, I'm all right yeah, we'll I, be I, back, I, I'm, just, uh, I'm glad, I'm glad we're on, the show is on. I'm glad your computer is fixed. <laughs> I'm sorry for the man. You know yeah. who
1: you are? You're Tony Stark. You don't like people messing with your tech. You know, you have things said a certain way, you get it to where you like you it. You get it to where you like it. And My look sister. at this. Who? This is gorgeous. I mean, this is a retina display, so I will need the high res version of you, but
0: this Ooh. is. Mm. <laughs>
1: That's pretty, uh, you know what, you can see every little whisker. I'm going to walk around the office just setting this as the background, all the computers up in there. That's a terrible idea. Mm-mm.
0: Um, You know, I, I have handsome photos of myself, I just don't like to use them. I think it's a little bit insincere.
1: Really? Well, just, you just you want know, to use the
0: ugly ones? <laughs> it's like an appearance in court or something, where like, you know, your, your lawyer gives you this uh, polyester tie to put on, and all of a sudden you don't look like Dahmer. And it's like, well, that's what I look like most of the time, you know? You were Holden very, very Holden Caulfield. Oh God, I hate myself.
1: We didn't get to talk about this in uh, in when we were on the show, but you were very, you were very well dressed. Uh, when and why, we you, were why cool. do
0: you mock me on the program, Dan? I'm not. You were so you I'm were wearing sure a sport coat. I'm on time. I'm yeah. I, I had you were,
1: I'm, I'm not making a joke. You were very. You were you had a, a very so nice sport H&M, coat on
0: yeah, from H and M. It's like one step above. It's like Uniqlo without the fixie.
1: I thought you looked nice. You don't have to Thank make you.
0: No, you know what? I apologize, Dan. That was you know what? Holden Caulfield.
1: You didn't have a bell last week. That's probably what you didn't like about it. Next time I promise you I will have a bell in there.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I I'm hoping by two mid to late 2014, I will just I will be representable just at purely as a as a collection of ticks and cliches. I gotta tell you. <laughs> That's me. I'm already Oops, there. That's Bob Euchre? Who am I doing when I do that? I'm doing somebody. I, I gotta tell you. I think you're doing me. Oh, oh, oh! Da- no, no, Dan. I haven't done Dan in a while. Give me a minute. Okay, do it.
1: <sighs> I gotta really get there. Ah. <laughs> that's my <pretty> shit. <much> <laughs> that's it. That's that's the whole thing, right? Well, Merlin, a, a, a lot
0: of people in the chat room. They, they uh, love the Merlin, so, Merlin, all of the stuff. With, you look know, nice to hire. Just. Five from Erl and I Cause, <laughs> cause in my alternate universe you don't actually speak in sentences. Right. I,
1: I, I, did you like your steak? By the way, I didn't oh, get to ask you. What steak? When what, we what, had what, in uh, oh,
0: oh oh it was really good. Yeah. It was good. That place was that, that uh the waitron there uh <laughs> seemed like she was in a different movie. Yeah. She was um she 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 did a lot of pretty rookie stuff. Mm-hmm. She noticed she had to come back and ask about the orders by my count. Of that reasons. really bothered me. Does that bother you? I had a feeling that would bother. You. That Does really that bother bothers me. I, I've, been,
1: I've been a waitron, and it's hard work. Yeah, especially when you're new. Do you think she's new? As a, if this is your job, and the most important thing, the most important part of your job is to take the person's order correctly, and you can't do that, then you're failing at your job. There's, there's three is, essential parts to a waitron job. Um,
0: you have to ask people what they want. You have to remember what they want, and then you have to bring it to them. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm just going to say, you know, uh, you know, integer, integer zero, you know, there's other stuff. Well, she did ask us what she wanted.
1: Yeah. So check.
0: Yeah. And she did she was, eventually she was bring it. She was, she was confused about several things. I think she was new there or maybe had some head trauma or like a family problem. But anyway, my steak was great. Oh, man, I made a tri-tip the other night tri-tips I, I think I'm starting to fatigue my family a little bit on the tri-tips I'm trying to mix it up with different kinds of sides but tri-tip has become my go-to and I think I'm making it a little too much now I would like to talk about that I want to talk about the tri-tip I want to do a deep a, apparently I'm gesturing with a bell uh, uh, I would like to do a deep dive on tri-tip at some point because you know we I think we did a steak episode oh that's true we did you know, it's, it is always nice to see you. It's nice to see you socially. I like hanging out with you. You, you got a real creepy look in your eye that completely freaks me out. What are you talking
1: about? I've never heard this except from you. You're the only one that says this. Maybe it's just the way I a, look at you. It's unnerving. It's unnerving. You think it's me. No, maybe it's the way I look at Well, Yeah, you bring it out on me for sure. Wait, you look at me. Huh. Mm-hmm. Huh. Huh.
0: Uh, I'm going to think on that. I'm going to mm-hmm. pray on that a little bit. I haven't looked at this Angelina Jolie picture yet. She's a, she's a handsome woman. Open this. I read via Paris Lemon's Tumblr that, uh, (laughs) I think I just made up a new word. Tumblr? (laughs) I was reading on Tumblr uh, about Marvel, or not Marvel, um, strike that, DC, uh, oh God, I need to eat. I was reading on Paris Lemon's Tumblr
1: that uh, disney You know, I took every ounce of my strength to not play the I Need to Sleep one.
0: I wouldn't know. Isn't your system all screwed up? I probably wouldn't hear it if you were making fun of me. Oh, I need to sleep. <clears throat> <clears throat> Dan, do you think this is what people tune in for? This
1: with? is yeah. We're right on. Okay.
0: Um, big. They have a big year, huge year coming. They got lots of releases. Mm. And uh, I, I, there's going to be. You know what? I think there's going to be a year without Pixar. I think there's going to be a year where they don't have a Pixar uh, movie. Really? Yeah. Like 2013 or 2014? Are they slipping a date? I think 2014, the dinosaur movie got pushed back for production reasons. Mm. Yeah. Maybe they couldn't get enough cars in it. (laughs) I'm not bitter. No. Can we watch the other night? Incredibles. Great movie. Still holds up. It's one of the greatest movies of all time. It's one of the, it's easily one of the greatest action movies of all time. The hair, the hair in the water, hair and water, water and hair, Dan. Look at that movie. It's, it's epic. I'm just saying. I'm just saying I um, you know what i I have too many friends uh, at Pixar uh, I'm looking forward to everything that they do uh so uh, what else is happening uh big big year you got oh, you know, what we didn't talk about who cares the um the Netflix um uh, Marvel 4 shot, the heroes or of uh Hell's Kitchen did you read about that Mm-mm, no, what
1: no, I haven't heard about that, really? yeah, no, I haven't heard about that okay.
0: Uh, I haven't talked about it, because everybody's been talking about it. Marvel, tell me. Marvel, uh, and forgive me, everybody who sent me this link, if I get this wrong. Marvel's doing um, four TV shows to start. Four TV shows for Netflix. Um, about, I think it's called something like Heroes of Hell's Kitchen. Daredevil, Jessica Jones, uh, Luke Cage, and, yes, boom, in your face, Iron Fist. <laughs> Culminating, I like Iron Fist, I and I will, I will go to the Matt. I will go to the Matt fraction title, with anybody who <laughs> says against the immortal Iron Fist. Yeah. Aha! I just made two terrible jokes. So, anyway, and then culminating in a Defenders show. Now, I'm very interested in this, because I'm still really enjoying the Marvel Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Mm-hmm. They had a separate hand on there, and that kind of, uh, my daughter acted like she was happy about it, but I don't think she really was. That show's just on the edge of, like, you shouldn't show it to your kid, I think. Did you watch it with cash?
1: No, um, he's Pretty still, good. Man. good show. Yeah.
0: It's real. It's like a fun, campy uh, Joss Whedon show. It's really fun. i have to look into it. Oh, I shouldn't say this. Why? I shouldn't. You know, I'm trying not to talk about my kid, but what is she... <laughs> <laughs> we have slightly, slightly loosened the no school uh, or no um, TV during the school week rule. How's that? Um, well, you know, I, I, people are fascinated by hearing about my schedule for picking up my daughter. I'm sure that's a very interesting topic for lots of people, but it's, it's weird. And every, it, literally every day is different. The time my daughter's schedule at school is different every single day. Um, but one day, a comics day, Wednesday is a, a day when I get her at like, you know, a little after one and, um, and we've introduced a loud in, if you like a little bit of TV, like, we'll watch it at the Adventure Time from Monday or something. Long story short, we're watching Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. I think the other night we were cheating again. I shouldn't say this. But I'm going to redact the names. She, she's, she's sitting there. I think she's drawing while she's watching it. And she goes, if, um, I don't know, I'll just, I'll just say fake names. Um, if Jim ever dumps me, and then if Bob ever dumps me after that, I'm marrying Agent Coulson. Wouldn't it be fun to have Agent Coulson as
1: a, as a son-in-law? I don't really know the characters that well. What? So I don't really know exactly. Is Agent Coulson the one from, he was in the Avengers? Is that the one? In the movie? The guy, the ball? Yeah, he's,
0: he's been in, um, you know, uh, yeah, he's been in the Avengers. And he
1: was in uh, the Iron Man. I, and, okay, yeah, and, so I know yeah, who that is. And Thor. And Thor, yeah. And, and Thor was, mm, and Captain America's oh, oh. the worst. Hey, huge week. <clears throat> oh, man. <laughs> really? That's how we're going to do this? The movie you think that was Captain terrible, America was not good. Awful movie, sleeper. Not a sleeper like uh, you know, like something snoozer. that's not, a snoozer. Yeah, a snoozer. A Narcholipter, Narcoleption. <laughs> well,
0: I really, really disagree with you. But you know, I gotta tell you, you know, I shouldn't say this either. But I, I saw, I saw, I uh, saw a Marvel movie the other day. What'd you see? It's very, probably very near the bottom of my Marvel movie list.
1: What'd you see? It's a character I like a lot. Wolverine. Was it the yeah. Wolverine? Yeah. I haven't seen that yet. I've heard it was terrible and I really wanted it to be great. Here, here's the thing. I'm one of those guys
0: who who lives happily, who sits astride the 69% Marvel Rotten Tomatoes style movie. Like I love Captain America. I loved mm-hmm. Thor. I like those movies better than Iron Man 3. I loved uh, the Avengers. I, you ready for this? Mm-hmm. Hold, hold, hold on to your uh, adamantium. I liked uh, X-Men Origins, uh, Wolverine Origins with Deadpool. I thought that was good, too. This one, it was a rough ride.
1: Rough so ride. what What was so bad about it? I mean, I heard it was not good. It was not the acting, right? I mean, he's a great actor. The thing was amazing. The effects were incredible.
0: The, it just, it was... Uh, I don't know, it was somewhat leaden, and I guess I need to go back and reread the whole Claremont Miller comic again. Because I, I know it's kind of based on that. I think it takes a lot of liberties. But I'm just saying, okay, I'm gonna say one thing about this. Uh Wolverine, he's five three, right? I know in the movie he's tall, but but you know, in the comics he's The 5'3". actual character is five yeah. three. <laughs> Logan or your, your height. James Hallett. Mm-hmm, my height. Yeah. Plastic. And so <laughs> But you get, you get striker or whoever, you dip him in the sauce. He yeah. comes out of the sauce, you know, with his skeleton coated. And that story, boy, that's a hell of a story. He comes out of that. And you know what he weighs? 300 pounds. Right. Because he's got an adamantium skeleton. It's my understanding. The adamantium on his skeleton, they had to basically disintegrate his entire, no, I don't mean to spoil this for you. I believe they had to disintegrate pretty much his entire body to get the adamantium on him. And his body, he's in constant pain. Right. Remember, this is what makes him great. Wolverine still feels pain every time, right? When the, when the claws come out, he still oh, yeah. feels constant pain because his body is trying to heal over the adamantium all the time. Yeah, but his, it can, but it can't. Of his 300-pound skeleton. And this is one reason he drinks a lot is because is he's trying to dull the pain of not knowing who he is. But also, also, all I'm saying is, if for the sake of argument, Wolverine were to lose his healing factor, wouldn't it be more than just like he hurt his ankle
1: a little bit when he jumped off a roof? Right. He would be, in, but, but He'd did, be dead. when he, they, so he loses the healing factor in this movie is what you're saying. That's in the, see. no, but that's in the previews. I'm is not, a, I'm not healing that. Okay. Thing.
0: I've become very, so I heard a really good English podcast about spoilers and now I have become very sensitive about spoilers. Oh, okay. I realized I've been doing it wrong and I, I apologize. No, but that's in, in the trail podcast. You will never hear this. I apologize. I've been doing spoilers wrong. Anyway, I could be wrong, and I need to go back and read the uh, amazing Claremont Miller uh, miniseries, which, as you know, I had on a t-shirt when I was uh, 13, 14. You know, I had the cover of Wolverine One on a polyester shirt when I was in junior high. You know this, right? The vintage shirt. <laughs> no, when I was, my friend John and I went and had Wolverine, the cover of Wolverine, Frank Miller's Wolverine One, yeah. airbrushed on a shirt. Yeah. I don't I think I
1: know this story.
0: Anyway, there's parts of it I liked a lot, a lot. And man, Hugh Jackman, what that guy does, that guy's got a huge Jackman. What that guy does with that character I, I still think is amazing. He is a fantastic actor. I don't know. I, I, You know what it is? I really, knowing that I'm somebody who sees a 69 or 73% rating on Rotten Tomatoes and goes, oh, F that. Like I love Thor. I was ready to go like, oh, what do these guys know? And a lot of the like major critics were like, oh, this is fun. It reinvigorates the franchise. But I don't know. I just didn't. I need to. I probably need to see it again. And it's a character I like so much, and a story I like so much that you know I remember liking so much that I should watch it again. The actresses, the uh, the two actresses in it, uh, Mariko and um, it was what's her name, the younger one, like Yukio or whatever. They're great. Everybody in it's great. Let me ask you this: uh, Who's your roadie? Who do you like for a roadie? Like a key grip? Yeah. Do you like do you do you like uh, do you like Don Cheadle or the other guy, the guy who's not Cooper Gooding Jr.? Who do you like better? Is it Kubica, Goggin,
1: Who's the first roadie? Who's roadie one? Oh yeah, let me think about this. Um, okay. I like Cheadle because uh, for me good. he he kind of you you kind of got the feeling that he, he his heart was in the right Terrence place. Terrence Howard, Terrence Howard, who, Terrence. who's a great actor, but I think I think
0: uh, Don I, re, Terrence Howard really captures the oh, yeah. Totally. Terrence
1: Howard is too. He's uh, he's cold.
0: He's good. I mean, I like it in the sense that you really, I I really feel his like Tony. You're killing me with this stuff. Like I'm, you are so hard to work with. I think he's really good at that part. But I think Don Cheadle has more chemistry with uh, Robert Downey Jr
1: yeah he definitely does they both have the right kind of they fit their sense of humor is kind of fit and like in yeah. the in the fight scene even when you don't really get to see either their faces very much mm-hmm. y- you still get the, the, that it's them and the sense of humor coming across i thought that was you know that was important
0: yes you know they've been obviously uh, robert Downey jr is such a gifted guy oh, yeah. uh, i love that guy but also uh, probably fit, uh,
1: iron man for this generation tony
0: stark for this oh generation, there's no question I'm not mentioning Greg Lan, you'll notice. I'm being a gentleman. Yeah. But all I'm going to say is uh, also the cast. He's great with his cast. Like the scene in the Avengers, the, you know, his first name is Agent, you know, with Pepper Potts. <laughs> yeah. I think the chemistry with all of his co-stars is terrific. Yeah. Um, he kind of saves the middle of the Avengers movie where it starts to drag.
1: The whole, yeah, that whole middle part. Do you skip it? We skip it. We skip it sometimes. Yeah. I'm, I, it's, the frequent request is I just want to go to the scene where the invasion starts. Yeah, the first thumbnail in iTunes where you can see like the, the sky and the yeah. You know, the thing. We,
0: go, we we start with see. I'm gonna <laughs> literally stop the spoilers. I'm gonna stop doing this because I've it's a bad thing. Um, <clears throat> there's a very there's a major event. <clears throat> there's a major event near the maybe end of the second act where a major character has something happen to him. Right. That's where we jump back in. Mm-hmm. So we watched we definitely watched the whole beginning. The beginning, the first like, you know, t- 30 minutes is amazing. But kind of up to the point where they're like arguing a lot on the helicarrier, you know, and Yeah, it's boring. Through the But you know, Iron Man, this is <clears throat> I'm sorry, Dan. I don't know what what am I doing here? What you am I say? Doing? There's a
1: part where where Iron Man needs to fix a thing. That was great. Yeah. Wasn't that great? That was a good part. I like that part. You like Iron Man? I love Iron Man. He's he's one of my favorites. He's, he's maybe great. my second or third favorite in, oh, a, I in a Marvel. Of
0: vowels. We got to tell, tell me about something you like, but I'm just here to tell you I'm about halfway through
1: Court of Oh, and, finally!
0: Oh my god. What, a, it, what,
1: an, what a great uh, thing.
0: I celebrated Veterans Day uh, by reading most of <sighs> Court of vowels. Never forget. It's good and stuff. If, and now you
1: got me on un- interested in Deadpool. Okay. Because uh, this arc you're talking about. Huh, Dan, could you tell me about something you like? I would like to tell you about something, a little something we call Shutterstock.com where you will find over 28 million images, stock photos, vectors, illustrations, and a million video clips you just go to shutterstock.com, you'll find the perfect thing that you're looking for. Whether you're making a website, an ad, a publication, any kind of creative project, this is the place to go. Global image collection taken by real people, independent photographers all around the world. They're just out there shooting photos, making videos, making infographics. And they go there and all of their stuff gets very heavily vetted by the, uh, the real human beings over at Shutterstock. You can't just make an account and start uploading stuff. They look at everything. You've got to submit your stuff, your best stuff. And if they like it and they need it in their collection, they say yes. And then you're allowed to go take some pictures so that you know you're getting really good stuff. Like, there's no crap on there. <laughs> that could be their slogan. That's no crap great- up in here. You're welcome. They're going to have to run with that.
0: Shutterstock, there's no crap in here.
1: <laughs> but they, they let you curate and share pictures with these light boxes. When I was out sick, Merlin made a little light box of sick people. And sick you can kids. share that and you sick kids and you can share that you, they have an iPad app that lets you do the same thing. They've got this enhanced license. You can get like 25 images a day, every day with the subscription package. So if you've got like a, a busy website and you want something creative and new every day, go and get it high resolution stuff. It's all right there. If you need any help, they got human beings, 24 hours a day during the week. Anyway, sign up for a free browse account. It's free until you want to buy something. So you can spend as much time as you want. there building these cool light boxes, no credit card needed, uh, offer code is back to work 1113 so back to work 1113 it's 25% off anything you put together it could be one image could be a thousand images go there check it out shutterstock.com back to work 1113 thank you very much to Shutterstock for supporting 5x5 and uh, Merlin Mann's back to work mm. is it
0: mine now? it is it's your show thank you oh my gosh it's so great to be here Dan thanks for coming on this week <laughs> you got your papers? got it Somebody posted a photo of a very small child. A really great-looking photo of a really small child dressed as the dude in the dairy aisle of, like, a Ralph's. Really? full-on, like, with somebody. um, Hey, whoever did that, could you put it on Twitter again, please, so Dan can see it? Um, Or maybe it was Tumblr. Whoever. Put it up again. I I commend it. (laughs) This is my show. You there! Repost that funny photo I can't remember. (laughs) What's wrong with me? Holden Caulfield! Um... And uh, he's so cute. He's got, like, a bathrobe and little shoes and stubble, and he's, you know, he's looking at the half and half. Like a little half and half. Remember the date? Remember the date he goes to Ralph's? Ah. Uh,
1: 9-11. Not, is it really?
0: Nine eleven, ninety one. Never forget. Yep. <sighs> I just want to stay this aggression. Against Kuwait. Cross this line. I was just watching that last night. You do not. Really? Yeah. What did I watch last night? I don't know. I've been watching my 100% totally legal copy, Blu-ray copy of *The World's End* that my wonderful, wonderful friend Moisés acquired for me, and boy, do I love it! I just would like to say thank you, Moisés. I don't know, I don't know who you had to blow to get this, but thank you so much for getting me this thing. I don't, I don't need hardly any other like freebie advanced copy of a movie in the entire world, but
1: it's such a good movie.
0: I, I got I, I, my my arm is deep in Edgar Wright right, right now, like
1: super deep. Like a cow insemination, deep. I don't know. What kind of work does he do? I don't know.
0: Um, we could talk more about, we got, court oh, damn, we should talk about personal productivity, shouldn't we? Because we, should, we could talk about my 9,000 word interview. Yeah, um, I want to talk, talk about, about that. Deadpool. And, and we could talk about Deadpool. Personal potential. Yeah, because you know, 9,000 words of me talking about myself is not going to be as good as like a director's commentary where I can really illuminate the 9,000 words where I talked about myself talking about myself.
1: Uh, we got. Are you writing all this down, Dan? Yeah, I'm just trying to take notes, trying to keep up. Could you talk to someone?
0: Could you just make sure to write that down, please? Okay, thank you. No, the blue one, other blue one. Okay. Um, we got Batman, Deadpool, nine thousand words. Uh, Wolverine, Moises. Thank you, Moises. That was such a sweet thing because he knows I'm I'm super nerdy on the Edgar Wright, yeah, peg stuff right now. That's a really good movie, Dan it's and you know what else hey hey turns out are you ready for this mm. guess what i never knew what until 35 dms with moises guess what i never knew what you get one of those dumb blu-rays yeah thank you for the blu-ray you get one of those dumb blu-rays with the code in it
1: mm-hmm.
0: i yeah. never bothered with the with the ultraviolet or whatever like what who cares like when i'm gonna go watch this on crackle or whatever like i'm not gonna you know you know what i did not know that my friend moises told me did you know this did you know what you can do with that code
1: Didn't you tell me this? You said you can download a CD. Go to
0: iTunes. You go to iTunes and put that code in and it works.
1: Did you know that? You told me that, but I did not know that. I haven't bought a physical DVD or Blu-ray in years. Well, that was a
0: freebie. And finally, thank you, Moises. That was extremely nice of you and you made my month. Um, I have a copy of the Avengers on Blu-ray. I bought the full-on like giant set of that. And I put that in at, you know... Whatever it is, like Universal Consolidated Digital DVD and Blu-ray Devices or wherever you go for that, right? They have the most bananas URLs. <laughs> they don't work a lot of the time. But all I'm saying is, you go out, you go buy this copy. I think November nineteenth, it officially comes out. Please go buy the World's End. Um, and you go that, by that. You go go buy that dumb Blu-ray. Thank you for the Blu-ray. You go, <laughs> you take that code, you pop it in as an iTunes redeem code, and boom, it shows up on your Apple TV. Hmm. That's what I'm talking about. The World's End. I do not miss physical media, Dan. No. I love my little USB dinguses, my ding guy. but I do not miss... Remember, like, going into somebody's house, like like a nerd's house, and you'd see, you know, some figures from Alien, you'd see a Nostromo, yeah. and then you'd see 7,000 DVDs and CDs. And it was like this, like... There's that scene in, like, Comedians of Comedy when they go to Brian Posehn's house and you see, like, he has an entire room of his house, the home he shares with his wife. He has an entire room of his house. It's, like, nothing but nerd stuff. Mm-hmm. It's, DV, I think DVDs and Blu-rays used to very heavily
1: be a big part of that. Yeah, like, that was how you represented, you know? It was like books in college. Yeah. Yeah. Where, like, you know, you like, go Like, you in, don't even have to read the books. You just have them on your shelf and you're, you're set. Well, if you're a collector. Yeah. You don't have to read stuff if you're a collector. I don't miss
0: those days. I, I had a f- two to a few years back, something along the lines of, I can't believe how l- little time it took from buying CDs to, you know, not liking c- storing CDs to hating CDs to like wishing CDs had never been invented. Mm. It just seems like within like four years, I was still buying lots of CDs in like 2000 up to maybe 2001. And then I started getting Amazoned mm-hmm. a lot of, cds i remember there was there was
1: one year i kind of went through i ripped all of my cds (laughs) and you know and then took them all with their little plastic cases to that like the used cd store and you know they give you like a buck or two for a cd yeah and i just did that and it was like the most liberating feeling in the whole world absolutely i um
0: i did that You know, there's that old trick, and I forget where I learned about this. It might have been Martha Stewart. uh, It might have been uh, Proust. But somebody had this idea of, uh, it might have been me, I don't remember. But if there's something, and you're pretty sure you don't need it anymore, go and put it in a box, Mm. and seal the box, and write a date on it. Bongi Milena. Sure, that was a terrible movie. They had that guy from from that English movie in it. Yeah, Blondie. Frankenstein guy, right? Yeah, yeah, sure. What was he in? What am I thinking of? Was he in, uh, what's that Merchant Ivory film? And it's got the lady from Twin Peaks.
1: Yeah, she was in have
0: that. Have you seen the clothing people who make thematic clothing now? They made a bunch of like Hawkeye dresses and now they're making like Twin Peaks dresses. Have you seen this? You should see that. Twin Peaks dresses? It's like Twin Peaks inspired clothing that you can buy. There's a Tumblr about it. <laughs> Tumblr. I'm going to send you a link to that. All right. I don't have a point here. Um, but I did that and I, I would take out the ones like, oh my gosh, I want to keep this copy of R.E.M.'s Murmur because it's the first CD I ever got. Mm. I'm going to keep these five CDs that I bought on the day I bought my first CD player. I'll keep a few like signed stuff. But like I thought, I'm going to try the trick and I put them in a box. I, I not only didn't open that thing for six months, I think I didn't open it for a year. And then there's inevitably one day where you're like, oh my God, I know I've got a copy of this really rare, impossible to find thing. Mm. And you go through it, but I just never look at that stuff anymore so strange. But I mean, even a few years ago, it really still seemed like uh, CDs were still like a part of my
1: life, like right. five years ago. And CDs, you know, people don't even look at covers. Covers don't even matter anymore. Like, who cares what the cover... Like, I remember vinyl, back in the vinyl days, Like, mm-hmm. a, a, like an album was... Like, the music... Was maybe 75, 80% of the reason why. And the other 20, 25% was like, what's the album cover going to be like, you know, and you'd get it. And then you, people I knew would frame them. They'd keep them out, you know, and when you're, when you're like a Lebowski style, you're sort of flipping through the old vinyl. Uh you, you're looking at the cover and the cover's going to take you back the way a cover of a book might take you back and all of these things right. have found a lesser importance it's like people don't even see necessarily see the cover because let's just say you're a, an iTunes junkie you're going to go you're going to say oh yeah look there's a cover to that thing you're going to buy it and then the next thing you know it's on your phone and you're searching for the song by title by you know swiping down and you type the title and you hit play and it's on your car and you're not even seeing it anymore you don't even see it You know, there used to be this physical experience of enjoying, enjoying music meant, at least for those of us who grew up with record players, you know, and a hi-fi, it, it meant picking up a large jacket, which, you know, had the album inside of it, removing the album from the little sleeve, putting it on the record player, placing the needle, all of that was sort of the, um, the, 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 process and the ritual of enjoying music. It wasn't just, oh, I downloaded this directly to my phone and I'm playing it through my car stereo. It's a very, very different thing. And there's a whole generation of people who are now in their adulthood who had never experienced any of that. Wow. Oh, totally. Uh, you to absolutely... physical, physical media it, to them was baggage from a previous generation.
0: And it's what led to, you know, for a long time, then you'd see long, box they call them long boxes, long boxes, long box, where you put a CD in an exaggeratedly long, cardboard box because that made it you know it was something you knew that the art on the cover i used to know what this is i should remember 120 150 something like 120 millimeters something like that they're they're very small um the size of a cd in the cover but you know that's not a lot of real estate to try and sell something mm-hmm. and so they started making remember when then they started putting them into the long boxes and then there was a big hubbub about the amount of packaging and cds it's but i mean that the the, the, the well, there's a couple of paradigmatic shifts. The obvious one that everybody knows about is people get their music digitally, one way or another. But the other one that's a knock-on effect of that, thats uh, that obviates the need for that, is searching. I mean, imagine if they told you when you were a kid that you'd be able to search for a song. Imagine, think how I, I walked around for years with some line from a song in my head, and I would have no idea what song it was from, because there's not any way to find out. <laughs> you couldn't just search for that.
1: No. There was absolutely. no rap genius.
0: <laughs> there's no sound. What's it called? Sound uh that's that big orange button I use on my phone. Um there's no way to, to
1: to find that stuff. And now today Oh, where the you're talking about the app where you can like sing the song yourself into the app. Yes. Not
0: okay. uh not Soundcloud.
1: Not Soundcloud. I know the one you're talking about. And it's not the um Shazam, which will listen to music that is playing, but if you SoundHound. try to sing SoundHound. There you go. <laughs>
0: Soundhound. You know what? You know what says a lot about a man. I'll tell you what says a lot about a man is is his Soundhound history. Because like you go out there and and you put some bling on your MySpace page. You go. uh, You get your get your Facebook and and into such a fashion that you look like someone that could be loved. But nothing tells truth about you as a human being like your Soundhound history.
1: Mine's all Neil Young.
0: Mine's all like Lady Gaga and Rihanna. Which okay, but here's (laughs) what does that mean? okay but here's what the, What does that mean what does what that, mean? Is, what that mean <laughs> what, what that mean what that mean <laughs> it means that I knew so little about this song but I was so interested in it that it didn't even occur to me that it might be a band that would make me feel self conscious and so like I'll be somewhere you know you go somewhere and you're like in a spa and you're like oh my god this song I like is Enya or something and it's like oh let me see my, my history Anya had
1: her day and I think it's over <laughs> What makes you say that? Well, she hasn't come out with anything inspirational for a long time.
0: Are you saying she's not moving units?
1: <laughs> God. That's what I'm saying, yeah. Is that
0: a you? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Are you ready for this? Mm. It wasn't enough to read nine, a 9,000-word 9, interview. Let's learn more about Merlin. Mm-hmm. Uh, feel this moment by something called Pitbull. Um, yeah, Pitbull, knew- yeah. Pitbull, sure. I Knew You Were Trouble by Taylor Swift. Yes. Moves Like Jagger yes. by, Mar- by Maroon 5. Maroon 5, it's a good one. I, and I don't listen to the radio. This is um, Help, I'm Alive by Metric, which I always think sounds like the Breeders because it sounds just like the Breeders. Help, I'm Alive. Uh, we Three Kings by Mannheim Steamroller. Uh, you and I by Lady Gaga.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And then lots of like, Italian disco. Okay. I sent you a link to... Um, a bunch of album covers.
1: Okay. In a robot?
0: Mm, yeah, in the, in the Skype. Okay. You can just go Google Hypnosis. H-I-P-G-N-O. Like, hip and mm-hmm. uh, And you'll recognize some of these covers. It's this group. I think they're German. Uh, and they... Oh, um,
1: yes. Yes. They, a lot
0: of your favorite, like, ooh, wow, covers were done yeah. by these guys. Yeah. That's fascinating. Isn't it amazing? <laughs> Scorpion's record. I used to just sit and stare at that Scorpion's record. Yeah, at the uh, I know. <laughs> and Peter Gabriel, where his face is melting off. I know, isn't that amazing? And These the, guys were way ahead of their time. That's, this is in, a lot of this is in the like mid to late seventies. They, the, uh, they did the They did the Who We're Here. They did Wish You Were Here. I think they did. Well, it's hard to tell. I just this is just a search on that. They string. didn't do ha- Houses of the Holy. I wouldn't be surprised. I nah,
1: didn't do that. Mm. Anyway, Color was all wrong on that. Houses of the Holy. Yeah. On purpose? It looks solarized. Yeah, they did something and it wasn't right, and then they went back to it. That cover could never be made today. I don't
0: know. People, people got some pretty crappy skills today. <laughs> there's, there's a lot of uncorrected color out there. Yeah. Let's be ping pong. Um, what do you want to talk about? Um,
1: that's your show. I you talk about I
0: don't it. I don't a, Oh, I'll mention that interview. Cause it was, it was a really nice uh, interview. These folks did. Um, the great com is a really cool, uh, a site that does really cool interviews uh, beautifully laid out, um, and they've oh you see, they got one with Sandy. You got your pal Sandy on there. Jeff Veen, lots of, lots of people. Oh, nice. Um, and anyway, they uh, they did um, they did an interview with me. My friend Tina there did an interview with me. That's up today, and it's really long. And uh, it's weird. It's a weird interview.
1: I, interviews with me tend to be weird. You ever notice that? Well, you never know what you're gonna get. Mm-mm. It's like a box of something.
0: Yep. Anyway, uh, I, I think it's good. It's good. There's there's stuff about there in there about you, uh, and, and San Francisco. Um, there's uh, lots about fear, fear and risk, because
1: that's apparently all I have to talk about anymore. Well, fear and risk are the two main themes. I think for most people, the kind of people that want to listen to this show, anyway. But I think most people in their life, those are the two big things that uh, that they're struggling with. Yeah. You know what I it's mean? Hard
0: to, it's hard. It's, it's hard to. I do. I do know what you mean. Uh, it can be difficult to talk about um, some of this stuff, but um, I don't know. I mean, I realized a while back, I, I don't have that many new things to say about anything. And most people who do think they have a lot of new things to say are probably full of crap. But, you know, sometimes things need to be reheard or they need to be heard in a different context or they need to be heard coming from the, the, the mouth, the soul of somebody that you maybe like or admire, but somebody who can say that in a way that, like, might surprise and unstick you, you know? And maybe that's one reason the tone of it is so weird and so Holden, uh, Holden Caulfield. Yeah. Is I just feel like I just read so many interviews with people where, like, it's just. I don't know, they read almost like a press release sometimes. And you're like, "Like, is there anything in here that's going to surprise me about this person? <laughs> you know? Oh, you're inspired by inspiring things. That's really inspiring.
1: <laughs> but see, but <laughs> yeah. what, the other thing you have to remember is that there might be people who have never read an interview with Merlin Man before, and this might be their first one. There's a one. lot of them, Dan. There's an awful lot of them. Well, every single day, somebody's born and they've never seen uh, the Jetsons. Flintstones. Seems anyway, sense. it's pretty long, but I, I'm I was grateful to uh, to the uh,
0: great dis- discontent folks for doing that. It's um, got a picture of me looking like a hobo.
1: So I thought you'd like that. No, I do. It's already my background. Mm, I wish you wouldn't do that. Phonics. Phonics. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> put put pig. I had a um, a meeting with the two teachers at my, at Cash's new school. Was a a regular parent-teacher conference, scheduled conference? Uh, La Escuela de Immersio (laughs) español. Si, senor. Si, senor. Uh, But, so, I want to run something by you. Mm -hmm. There was a little bit of a weird vibe, but they can't kick your kid out of a school without some kind of warning ahead of time, right? Like, they have to give you some kind of warning that it's coming. Should give you some documentation. Right, so if they don't bring (laughs) anything up, if they don't he's say anything, he's the worst anything, student we've got. Right. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> that's a good.
0: He's a pretty sharp little guy. <laughs> yeah,
1: sharp little guy. He's the worst student we've got. <laughs> <laughs> dun 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 dun. Can <laughs> um, I uh, can I see some documentation, please? <laughs> yeah. If but my question is this: if they're planning on kicking him out, they should say something ahead of time, right? Well, like. These are, are, these are problems we've identified, or you would hear the word dis- disruptive, or the phrase uh, interferes with the learning of other students. I didn't hear any of that. Are you, are you really want to talk about this? I'm just saying, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, if they don't say anything like that. Okay, hang on. Then you're, you're in the clear, right? I'm just in saying abstract, hypothetically.
0: In the abstract. Hypothetically, hypothetical, yes. Abstract, hypothetical. Just blue sky solutioneering. You're saying if there were a school, let's just say for the sake of argument, it has students.
1: And if those students went to the school. <laughs> right. Hypothetically. If you want to make an apple pie from scratch, you must first right. invent the universe. First, you got to scratch. <laughs> that's
0: number, that's energy zero. Now, here's the thing in this hypothetical school of so called quote unquote students, unquote. Yeah. That would, de- that would be SOP. It would be unusual. It would be, I think it would be very unusual, except in case of uh, like extreme violence. Or you know, I mean, even if you're, you know, even if 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 a hypothetical, theoretical, abstract child were erratic in some way, yeah. it would, I it would, yes, I would expect. So if they don't say anything, you're in the clear.
1: <laughs> That's all I want to know. Um, why don't have you thought about asking them? Well, I I did. I said, Is there anything else you you know we should talk about it? Say, and they said no. no. <laughs>
0: right. Um, this is awkward to talk about publicly. No, it's uh, I fine. Would... I'm just
1: saying, I'm not, I'm saying if, the, if any, because he went to, he's in the new school now, he started the new school mm-hmm. and it seems great. He seems really happy in there. Everyone, all the other kids seem to like him. Everything seems to be going great. Once in a while, you know, you hear about something that happens and I, I don't know. He had, you know, I, when I was in school, I was always in trouble, but I was in public school. They couldn't get rid of me. See, this is um, a. This is not a public school. Oh, I see. You see, so like yep. they could kick him out. Nevertheless, but it doesn't uh, seem like it. Just asking you. Okay. Well, I'm thinking about it.
0: I, I'm trying to look for. You know, I'm, I'm really into tea leaves and signs and omens <laughs> and things like that to try and just determine what to do in a given day. Honestly, um, in that case, I, I, I say this. I don't say this disparagingly, I hope, but a school is at the heart of it, a bureaucracy. It's, it's a, it isn't like a startup. It isn't like where you say, well, there's this kind of, we have this idea yeah. for this thing we, uh, roughly, we have this idea for this thing we want to do that we can iterate on a lot, and then we think we'll be done in a couple years. Yeah. A school is a place that's built to, built to last. An institution it, of
1: learning, if you will.
0: An institution of learning mm-hmm. that is, by design, Going to have a certain dependable, repeatable structure. There are certain forms. This is the there may be lice form. Uh, you know, there are things that, that, you know, they do over and over. That's why you have administrators. It would seem very unusual for you not to have received, for one, for the parents of one's parents, for one's parents not to have received something formal. Okay. But, that's you, good but enough. You, 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 everything seems okay from his end. He's happy. Oh, he's thrilled loves
1: him. What's the teacher say? They seem to fine with it they seem like you know everything is good hmm this i'm is not, a little well weird uh like i said like
0: if maybe this was something one of our wasn't, regular calls
1: i'd have no problem at all i just you know we're in front of people i, I know I'm we're in like, front of people that's, but that's alright. i haven't said anything sp- every look this yeah. is this is why uh the, the, you know what people re- enjoy hearing about this because they're going through the same thing yeah
0: I'll tell I'll tell you one thing. Um, listen, if,
1: if there's a whole bunch of perfect parents out there, they're listening to the wrong show. Absolutely. I should listen to Marco's show. But yeah. <laughs> that's what I do whenever I, you know, want to figure things out. Um, Got a second sponsor. One. All I'm saying is they would have to say something, right? They didn't.
0: So I yeah, feel like trying, it's okay. I'm, I'm trying to think from my own very limited experience in a school, in this case, a public school. But um, Can't kick they around. are very, I think our school communicates, I might say to a fault. So, like, my daughter has a folder that comes home in the backpack every day that's, like, packed with art and information. It's just full of, like, there's six things she's painted or, you know, colored of Ariel, and then, like, a lot of things to read. There's newsletters, and there's uh, upcoming events, and they're very, very communicative. I've said this before. My daughter's teacher emails us probably three times a day. She sends photographs. She that's sends, awesome. She's absolutely otherworldly like marvel needs to make a movie about her about marvel her needs, the, <laughs> marvel the, needs to make a, a, there's a there's a super team out there that's not getting enough attention and that's called teachers right um it's absolutely staggering and you know i'm i, I go and I'm, I'm dragging my sorry ass in there you know for one of my late pickups at four o'clock and and she's still there like she's still there doing stuff she's you know <laughs> off to like go teach in, like an after school class or something it's anyway um I would I would expect that there would be a great deal of communication. The only exceptions to that, like I say, are if, you know, and the thing is, every kid in there, like the teacher's got some relationship with the kids. They know what's normal and not. So it's sudden, like, there have been instances at my daughter's school or other schools where a kid will do something that's just, like, as we say, in that really annoying way, not okay. Yeah. Like, what you just did is way beyond the pale. So, like, oh, one kid at my daughter's school, like, punched a teacher. Oh, my gosh. Like a little kid.
1: Yeah, but still. And was,
0: well, and the thing is, you know, uh, I feel like if I was a kid when I was when I was a kid, uh, that's the kind of thing where you would have gotten your ass kicked. Literally, you would have gotten swatted. Yeah, and then you'd be maybe suspended. Yeah, oh but, yeah. But in today, and this is not a value judgment; it's just an observation. Today, that's like a okay, we're done here kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you know, if you have. It's different in my daughter's class because she's in one of the younger grades and has a smaller class. But, you know, if you had a class with 45, 50 kids in it, you can do the math. Yeah. One kid in there takes up more than their percentage. That doesn't scale. Um, and so I think every teacher does what they can to try and make it work for everybody. And my kids teacher said specifically, like, cause my daughter's such a, like a, like a not pain in the butt. And she's like, I want to make sure that like, I, I take her aside a couple times a week and just say, you're, you're really great. And you're helping me with this because if you don't, then you spend all your time on, you know, the kid who's hanging from the rafters. Who may need some kind of, you know, may need more than what the classroom there can offer on that given day. But in my experience, I guess what I'm trying to say poorly is that unless there were something really beyond the pale, and if there was something beyond the pale, you would have gotten a phone call that day, I think. Mm-hmm.
1: No, there's nothing that jumps out specific, but... is she going to sue him? What? You're going to sue him. Sue him? Sue him.
0: Sue the bastards. I mean, I'm uh, not that litigious. Uh, you know what you did, you, you, you go in
1: as a pig and come out as a sausage. Two men enter, one man leaves. That's right, Prisoner's Dilemma. No, he lo- he loves it, he loves the school and uh, they seem to like him too. Really we welcoming, with- very fun, very fun school and they're so, uh, their approach, for example, check this out. Yeah. They don't teach printing, they teach cursive. Huh? I know.
0: Full on, do they don't do, Is it italic style script or are they doing full on cursive?
1: Cursive because here's the thinking you know, works. Woo. here's the thinking first of all if it's it, apparently they say it's easier and I don't, I don't need email about this this is not I don't care they do teach printing later by the way but they say that it's easier for the young kids when they're learning to write to have continuous movement if you see how kids are drawing and writing they're doing they're doing the scribbling they're doing the big I, I could totally see circles that. and things, and that this is a more natural way for them as opposed to like Arm down, finger down, line up, finger up, Daniel, you know. It, I sense, this is, I do, with my daughter, I sense a pause
0: after each letter. Right. And she's,
1: she's kind of cognitively processing each letter. And maybe this teaches better of like the formation of words. Because how often are you writing an independent letter as opposed to a full word as somebody who's doing writing? And they also acknowledge that uh, you're going to be doing a lot of typing. We are in a world of computers nowadays. So I think like in third grade, they all get an Air, like a, a MacBook Air or something. Anyway, don't know. But I like it, he likes it, that's all that counts. It's just you know, I want him to stay there. It's really close to my office in the house too. Nice. Yeah, ours is too. It's a it's a hill, but it's uh but no,
0: it's uphill both ways. Uphill both ways in the snow. Abraham Lincoln.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um do you, did you want to tell me about something you like? Hostgator.com. I love these guys. They're uh they've got a yeah, nice office here in Austin. And uh they are a premier web hosting provider. So what this means is you want to go write some code, you want to go deploy a website in Rails and Python and whatever, obviously, you want to get one of their VPSs, you want to get their dedicated machine, you want to launch a WordPress site, something as simple as that. They've got a one-click install. In fact, they've got a one-click install for tons and tons and tons of software. Now, I am one of their uh, VPS customers because that's, that's what I like to do. I don't need the dedicated server anymore. Marco, he needs that. Mm-hmm. I don't need that. But I like I like the flexibility of this. You can go, you can do the one-click install if you just want something straightforward. You can get in there, you can use cPanel to help run everything if you're not a system administrator, or if you're like me and you you just want the command they, prompt, and you want a root shell, you got they it. They make it easy for everybody, is the thing. It's it's
0: it's. Difficult. I'm not going to say it's easy to make anything simple. Um, Those are very different things, but it's it takes a lot of skill and artfulness to take something that somebody can make to make something that somebody can grow with, right? It's the same reason I I like a lot of our sponsors is they they've taken pains to create something that someone can grow with, Mm -hmm. where you're going to come in and go, oh, I get it. I'm a I'm a big dummy and I need lots of help with this thing and oh my god thank you so much but then you start rooting around a little bit and go oh I would love to uh, have this kind of a CMS oh wow one bu- button one click install that's pretty great yeah here's another thing I want to I want to go roll my own I want to make a make a Jekyll and Hyde or whatever and uh, deploy my own GitHub's well then then they're <laughs> they're going to help you walk you through the steps you need to do that so I am like you you can go you can go to
1: play a to play a GitHub can't you. You could do that. Yeah, I, anything you want. I could, I could host any, pretty much anything that I want there. Even well, just trying to say
0: it's, it's a, it's a nice feeling of confidence to walk yeah. in somewhere and and know that you're not just welcome because you're a simp, but because like you're somebody who you can grow with this service and continue to be taken care of by people you respect.
1: Speaking of care, twenty four seven support by real geeks who know what it is that you're going to be trying to do. They can help you with it. They can figure it out. They can get you the answers. Uh, there is a code back to work eleven. It's November, back to work 11. You're going to get 30% off everything that HostGator makes and sells and does. Pretty nice. You're also going to get unlimited disk space, unlimited bandwidth, 99.9% uptime. Anyway, they got it all. HostGator.com. Go check them out. Thanks very much to those folks for supporting 5 by 5 and back to work with Merlin Mann.
0: Thank you very much. We're back. Huh. (laughs) During the break I took a minute to sit sit down with uh, Dan Benjamin. Dan's been very busy lately <laughs> with things. Yeah, all right. Dan, I just want to say I'm really grateful for you taking the time to sit down for a few minutes. Hi. I'm Merlin Mann. <laughs> you know what Dan we should Benjamin we, we should talk minutes. about? You know sit what what? <laughs> down. <laughs> That's my friend's code word for number 2. Sit down. Isn't that good. I like I, I
1: would love to get a book of all
0: of the family's different special words for number 2.
1: What do you think is, if you were to do a consensus of our audience, what do you think it would be? Uh, drop a deuce. Drop a, yeah. Uh.
0: For their um, kids the, or for
1: themselves?
0: A the smoky, um, spank <laughs> of porcelain, right. uh, uh, d- d- drizzle, uh, molecular gastronomy, uh, mm-hmm. you know what, I got nothing, I've been watching Chopped, it's not very good, um, yeah, but Richard, sometimes Richard would just stand up. Richard was from Alabama and "Go, I need to go sit down. I think that's lovely. Mm. What a lovely thing to say.
1: It's Technically, not Asian- you're not... Su- well, I don't get it. What are you talking about in India? I- I'm talking about in most Asian countries get it right, so let's just say that. Yeah, well... Scalable. It's a little bit fecal normative. What <laughs> would you, would you, you say? <laughs> <laughs>
0: just, don't touch my mustache. I just want to say... A little bit of ping pong, but also mm-hmm. equal, equal time, equal time. I, I would like to actually come back and we'll tell people how to poop because that's something we haven't really gotten into much. No. I was watching Chopped yesterday. We watched a Chopped marathon yesterday, and um, there's one point <laughs> where an Asian American uh, chef is running around very fast, and somebody said he's like a little ping pong, <laughs> ping pong ball. Right? Isn't that awful?
1: Have you it watched is. that
0: show? They got to make things with unusual ingredients. I got like Ted from Queer Eye on there.
1: You can hear me, right? Yeah, it sounds perfect, really clear.
0: Okay, for at fifty three thirty. Did you? Do you want to go another round?
1: Another round, like all ten rounds, or
0: okay. I'll talk about anything you want. I'm I'm happy to talk about schools, uh, my gratitude for teachers, which comes up in that interview. Um, happy to talk about uh, just helping people either either to learn how to poop or how to just even talk about it, and in and the, in the kinds of words that are accessible. Hi, I'm Merlin Mann. Dan Benjamin is one of the busiest podcasters in America today. He found a few moments to sit down with me.
1: (laughs) Hi. Is this for the intro that we're.? This sounds really good. Uh, (laughs) Hi. Okay. All right. I love you. Bye, Jackals. Talk to you guys later. I love you too, Murna Man.